Skull. 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 What the hell happened? Uh, that loss is solely on Mike Zimmer. You should have left him in Detroit, the tarmac. Uh, that was ridiculous. What can Kirk Cousins do? He's, he's got three picks this year. It's over 300 yards, two tutties. Thielen got injured. He still was fighting Jefferson. Uh, what the hell was that defense? You played too deep, prevent the entire way? This isn't the first time this has happened. I saw this coming a mile away. Carolina, when they still had Sam Darnold, and they're backed up on their own one or two. They marched down the field, ended up losing an OT to the Vikings. But we forget about it because, hey, if I can squeak out a victory. No, it's the same shit. This time you lose to the winless Detroit Lions. Terrible. Man Campbell. Uh, Man Campbell greater than Zimmer? No, they're both buffoons. Zimmer. Look what Dan Quinn's doing as a defensive coordinator again for the Cowboys. That's your role. That's where you are best at your coaching. That's where you are best. Stick to that. Although uh, that defensive scheme, you don't bring pressure. You rush three, and then you got a guy guarding the back of the end zone instead of the soft curl in front of them, and you let the rookie catch it as time expires. Uh, you couldn't write up a more disastrous game for the Vikings. I mean, I've been saying fire Zimmer forever. Uh, what are we doing here? Get, get an offensive guy in there. Get get a guy that has head coaching experience. Just anyone but Zimmer. It's not worked. You've had meh. You've had nothing. You've, you've had... Uh, uh, just a disappointment with Zimmer. I don't, I don't know what we're still doing there. Uh, Jared Goff, it is uh, tied a season high of three touchdowns. How the hell do you let that happen? That is so bad. You're five and seven. What the hell is going? I mean, the extra game, the extra playoff team since last year has just been a mess. The NFC is so top heavy. It's just disgusting who the hell is still in the hunt, my Falcons included, for the, not only the seventh spot, but the sixth spot in the NFC too. Um, and look what's happened to just the trajectory of seasons. The Dolphins, they could be in the playoffs. The football team, I was on them again as they beat the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, the football team, they are currently the sixth seed. They play the Cowboys for potentially the NFC East two out of the next three weeks. That is going to be <laughs> something to monitor. Um, Kyle Shanahan strikes again turnovers where is the guy that you did a smoke screen for traded up uh, to get Trey Lance and now he's not even sniffing the field maybe you should have got Mac Jones right you all tried to fool us uh, not saying anyone who was your guy maybe you should have drafted Mac Jones who's clearly looking like the best quarterback so far uh, going away again it depends on scenario and where you land right he landed on a pretty good team uh, Niners, you would think are a pretty good team, but they're lowly 500. You lose to Seattle. You lost to Russell Wilson, who still can't throw with that pin in his middle finger. Um, I know that's a divisional game. That crowd was still electric, but you can't lose that game. Russell Wilson's looked the worst we've seen him in his entire career. Uh, and you made him look okay. Uh, saved a couple of my fantasy games, though, my fantasy seasons. Um, so yeah, I mean, what, what are we doing here? With uh, Trey Lance, he doesn't see the field. Garoppolo was a disaster yesterday. Um, what, what's Are you going to save your season? Because the 49ers, again, here's, here are the people that are fighting for the NFC, which is so top-heavy. At the top, you got the Cards, the Packers, the Bucks, Cowboys, Rams. Uh, now fighting for spots six and seven, the football team, which, again, they deserve it. They, they were good last year, slow start, good for them, and Coach Ron Rivera for finally figuring it out. And maybe it's good that we have this extra game so teams and this extra spot 
you know, fan bases are still hanging around. The Vikings are still in every game, even though they're five and seven and losing to the Lions. And I bet your ass we're going to go to the game on Thursday here in the Twin Cities at the bank, and then we're going to blow the fuck out of the Steelers. That's what happens. The NFL uh, every other week, it seems. It's crazy. But, um, you know, here's the here's the teams competing for the sixth and seventh in the NFC. You got the football team. Good for them. San Fran, frauds. Eagles, frauds. Although Minshew is a pretty nice pickup for me, uh, fantasy-wise. Vikings, frauds. Panthers. Panthers, Saints, Falcons. Get them out of there. They're all the same team. We're all the Spider-Man meme looking at each other in the NFC South. Of course, the Buccaneers beat the Falcons at covering 11 and a half spread yesterday. Um, MVP, Brady torched my Falcons, even though he had one of the funnier pick sixes, uh, you know, given up to – what was it Marlon Davidson I believe who picked it off at the two yard line and waltzed in at the end of the first half still couldn't make anything happen Brady is your favorite right now but he's even bigger favorite he was 225 last week plus 225 he's plus 135 now Josh Allen going the other way but he'll play tonight Pat's Bills interesting here Pat's 5-0 and undefeated on the road every other team in the NFL has at least two road losses except for the Arizona Cardinals who are a robust 7-0 and on the road josh allen clocks in at number two bills uh pats tonight uh they still play two more times including tonight for potentially the division right now pats are in the one seat although we'll see if the bills kind of spank him out of there rogers going the other way right he was on a bye he's now plus 700 but he is still third currently mahomes and murray are tied for fourth murray's moving up because he had a huge game against the bears in his return, Mahomes moving backwards just a little bit from 900 to uh, 1,000, where Murray went from 1,600 to 1,000. Dak staying the same. Uh, how about Jonathan Taylor? Another huge day on the ground, a couple of tutties. He's running away with the rushing crown, running away with the rushing touchdown crown. He goes from 16 to 1 to 14 to 1. What's going on here? Matt Stafford remains at 16 to one along with Justin Herbert. Lamar falls after he loses to the Steelers. Uh, I still love Stafford. I think the value's there. Uh, he's throwing touchdowns. He's making things happen. Uh, obviously Brady's an intriguing option. He's the favorite. So I've always thought Brady was up there, but I keep an eye on Jonathan Taylor for what he's doing on the ground for the Colts. Uh, it's pretty incredible stuff. And I wonder if the reason Stafford's not getting more love, is it because Cooper cup who's running away with, a lot of receiving crown numbers, yards. He's targeted way more than any other receiver in the NFL. Touchdowns he's racking up. Does that steal some votes from Matt Stafford? That's my only wonder. I've already plugged the futures on Stafford for MVP. I think I got it at 550, so I'm losing value on that. Uh, he's 160 yards for the passing yardage crown behind Brady. That's going to be interesting, but Stafford's still doing it at a higher clip yards per attempt. So I still think he can get that done. I got that at around 500 too. I still feel pretty good about that. Uh, Porter is uh, just terrorizing my office right now. Just absolutely classic Falcons. Still nothing special, but I love them in Carolina this weekend. Three point dog. After we lost to Carolina at home, Carolina stinks. Falcons bounce back mentioned Cowboys football team twice in the next three weeks. Uh, Bills and Buccaneers bills coming off the short week. That will be the matchup on Sunday. So Bills could be in some real trouble if they lose to the Pats tonight and then go fall to Tampa Bay. That is something to monitor. Before we get to some college football analysis, do want to say I have met with, if you've been listening to the winging it, um, 
Fireside, this new social media app uh, from Mark Cuban and company. Had another meeting actually face-to-face now with their brass as opposed to just a meet and greet with a couple of other creators. So uh, some interesting stuff that we're going to announce here over the course of December. We still got some things under wraps. I got to kind of schedule what I'm going to do with them, but some cool stuff. If you knew what Clubhouse was, this is like Clubhouse 2.0 interaction uh you know interactivity live studio shows through audio through video some really cool stuff and some smart minds you've got um executives from google coming over to help with this startup cuban as aforementioned and talked with uh, their director of creative content um pretty extensively so uh keep an eye out again more to come on that uh a possible announcement of more content for you the audience we appreciate you as always now let's get to college football here on corbett's corner um college football is just a business now there's so much money going around the pandemic laid it all bare how greedy it is the transfer portals open up to the wild west and the coaches are saying hey shit we're about to do the same thing crystal ball to miami just killers mercenaries manny diaz you're five games above 500 boo get out of here the u is back we need someone else uh, you know, you're even recruiting this morning and we're going to fire you with no matter what, what a <laughs> cold way to treat Manny Diaz props for him for j- just how he was able to handle that. But extensions for Lane Kiffin, huge money, uh, Hugh freeze at Liberty university. How about that? Jeff Halfley, Boston college getting into the game. They did when they got Martin Jarman as the AD from Ohio state, then Halfley, uh, now they got Earl Grant. They're into the game big for a college that's what fourteen to fifteen thousand people undergrad. Uh, Boston College is in the game. Miami trying to get back into the game, buying out Manny Diaz for eight nine mil, buying out Cristobal for eight nine mil. Oh yeah, and paying Cristobal eight nine mil a year, uh, breaking the bank as some donors have stepped up. Lincoln Riley, Oklahoma, SEC money signs. Now nah, I'm going to LA. I'll run USC from there. I'll run college football from there. Brian Kelly. Yes. Our patron Saint, the touchdown Jesus. Now nah, I'm going to go fake a Southern drawl accent and go to LSU where Will Wade could be a corrupt criminal and still, you know, coaches, uh, coaches basketball team, right? You know, he's on wiretaps yet. Actually, never mind. He's still going to be the coach. He's still going to have an undefeated team this year. Um, so Brian Kelly, I do want to talk to Christian Verde, our social media guy, obviously about the moves that LSU has made. See you at Ogeron as he rides off into the sunset, getting that last win at home, uh, national title in hand from one of the greatest college football teams ever. LSU has got a great basketball program. Again, uh, another undefeated team, another year looking sharp. And now you get Brian Kelly as the new guy after doing everything he had to at Notre Dame, right? Um, but he leaves Notre Dame high and dry. Notre Dame appears to have a good one in Marcus Freeman, so they should be all right and hang on to most of those recruits, right? It was mostly Freeman doing that legwork for Kelly in that department. What did I tell you? Alabama, three scores, blowout, Georgia. Frauds? I mean, I told you how bad Clemson was. If you got core bets live with uh, Ty Dawson and myself, Clemson, I know they got out to eight, nine wins at the end of it, but that, I mean, they should have lost to BC. They should have lost some programs. They should not have. Stetson Bennett, the fourth walk-on quarterback you thought was going to be Bryce Young. Um, No, no. But also what I've been telling you, we're going to have a two-game series, Georgia-Bama. I mean, that's fine. It was a hell of a game. I enjoyed watching it, and I'll enjoy watching it again. 
And I think we got a solid playoff, right? Michigan, good for you. You be- I was terrible. My God, either quarterback they threw out there was just garbage. You were better off with me out there. Um, it, so Michigan's solid. I mean, they're a cover machine. I, I would like to think Georgia's in a little bit of trouble, but I mean, it's Georgia. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I, I think both defenses are going to be great, right? You got Hutchinson on Michigan's side, but it's just one man. I know he's this, you know, Georgia's, that, that's the difference is Georgia. They're not just one man. There's guys you can poke out and say, Oh crap. Top 10 lottery. Uh, the well, lotteries in the NBA, but first round lock. Um, and they're just peppered throughout the defense where Hutchinson might be the number one overall prospect, but he kind of stands out from the rest of the Michigan side. I, I think it's going to be Georgia Bama, but I don't think they're uh, I think since he might have an edge on the points, remember Alabama, was it last year? Win, no cover against Notre Dame in that first game. I think that's similar here. No pressure on Cincy. They got it done against a good Houston team. Blew them out. Um, Cincy solid. They've beaten Notre Dame at their place. That's a huge win. So what? They had an easy schedule. That was Georgia, too. Now it's Cincy's chance to prove it, right, against Bama. Georgia did not. Can Cincy prove it? I, You know, the pressure was on. Well, the pressure was on Bama, right, in the SEC title, because if they lost, they were potentially toast. Uh, Georgia was in no matter what, right? So, that you know, now Georgia's feeling it a little bit. I think they get by Michigan. I believe the line is moving towards Georgia right now, minus eight. Um, and then Bama, the line actually moving towards Cincy uh, from 14 to 13 and a half. And I think that might be the play. Look, I hope it's a fun game. Cincy, here's what I mean with no pressure is you're either going to be one of the greatest college football upset stories, Cinderella stories ever by toppling Bama after they toppled Georgia, or you're going to be remembered like Washington was a handful of years ago for just being, or Notre Dame, just being, hey, a great year, but you ran into Bama. Sorry. Um, you know, so let's hope it's a good game and don't hang your heads. If it's not, uh, good for you guys for getting in to the playoff. Um, and I think it was deserving, not really too much. If Michigan lost, things would have gotten super interesting, but, uh, committee had a pretty easy gig, um, in terms of figuring out the final four. And then it's apparently that there might not be the jeopardy for the next couple of years, um, with the expansion of the playoffs that could just be leaking comments here, leaking comments there, but you know, I would like to see more teams get in a chance, more Cincinnati's more, you know, think about if you got to see Ohio state with a second chance or a Baylor after they win the big 12 title in thrilling fashion, maybe BC in a couple of years. How about that? Um, Bryce young locks up the Heisman going away. Easy easy money. Uh, he was fantastic. Tore apart Georgia. And you know what helped him? Bill O'Brien not calling plays anymore. Dear God. Keep an eye on this. Bailey Zapp. Bailey Zappy. Uh, the Houston Baptist transfers at Western Kentucky. He is four touchdowns away from tying Joe Burrow's season record from that national title year. And he's not only he's not done yet. With the touchdown record, he wants to break the passing yards record, too. He's 300 yards away from breaking that. He could do it in the bowl game on December 18th against Appalachian State. I love it. You know, I remember growing up watching Colt Brennan out in Hawaii idolizing what he was doing. This guy's very similar. He's about to bust all the records. Unbelievable. Um, So keep an eye out for that. BC gets Eastern Carolina in the military bowl. First win since 2016 in a bowl. God, I could taste it. BC's favored, but we're so injured. Do we get healthy in time? It's a couple days after Christmas. Here's what's cool. They did not want to go to the Fenway Bowl. They're like, ah, 
let's go to the DMV area, right? Um, where they're trying to become a recruiting hotbed staple. They've already started uh, getting some recruits from there, having ties there with their coaching staff, and now some of their roster from there. It's kind of a homecoming. So a real cool uh, – Boston College is always finding ways to surprise me. I like that – you know, we could have faced a Houston, I saw. We could have faced an SMU. That would have been a sexier matchup instead of Eastern Carolina. But, hey, it's the first time we've ever faced the Pirates in school history. Um, and you get a chance for a homecoming for some guys like Levy in the DMV area in Annapolis, Maryland, where this will be played. Uh, maybe end uh, what has been a disappointing year due to injuries with a feel-good win over Eastern Carolina and the big news, Phil Dracovic and, uh, announcing today he is returning to BC. Smart decision. Injured this year. The stuff he put on tape in the last two games, bleh, uh, disgusting. But he is obviously a talent. Uh, he's going to get some Heisman buzz next year. Hopefully he can stay healthy. He's coming back. I think Zay Flowers will say, let's run it back. Pat Garwo is going to be back. Uh, but Dracovic was the reason it was a decision was because he was ranked number six, uh, in terms of Kuiper's listing of quarterbacks. You know, I, I think that was a stretch. Well, I mean, he's again, he's got the people know he's good, but what I saw with the injury, I think it's, it's going to rise his stock. He could have a chance to be a first-rounder next year by coming back and putting together a potential Heisman-like season. So, Phil Dracovic coming back, that's awesome. I hope Save Flowers chooses to follow suit and join uh, our guy back in the Heights next year. Uh, let's wrap up Corbett's corner, uh, corner here with some college basketball. Scotty, Scotty, Wisconsin, 100-1 to to 95-1 to last week, to 90-1 to another uh, interesting win this past week. They're in the top 25. That, come on. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Gonzaga loses again. How about that? Give the Gophers some damn respect. The Gophers. I like to laugh at the football team, but I'm actually rooting for Ben Johnson and the basketball team. Undefeated 12 and a half point dogs at Mississippi State League yesterday. Psych. Outright win. Gophers undefeated. Still uh, one of just a handful of teams. I believe 10 or a dozen. Um, they host Michigan State on Wednesday. I wanted to go to the game. Too bad the Minneapolis Misfits FC soccer. Well, tough two-game losing streak for the boys but uh, and girls, but we're coming back, coming back strong. We're getting back to 500 Wednesday night. Unfortunately, so we can't go to that Goves game live at the barn. But will they get some damn respect? No votes from the AP this week? That is disgraceful. Uh, undefeated Gophers under Ben Johnson. They've got Michigan State on Wednesday. They're ranked. That would put some real eyes with a Big Ten win at home. Interested to see what that line is uh, coming up. Lots to get to this week. Winging it. I'm going to be potentially at the Vikings game on Thursday. I was hoping to go to Michigan State, you know, Minnesota, Michigan State Wednesday, Vikings game Thursday, Steelers come to town. And then I'm going to Cincinnati, taking in my first Bengals game this weekend as San Fran comes to town. I get to make fun of Shanahan. I hope we get good seats. I'm just barking at him at the sideline for being a buffoon. Um, so big week here on the Corbett Sports Podcast Network. Uh, tap in. Keep it locked in right here. Wayne it coming out again this week as well.